This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. I mean, stop, Seager! Toss on up the first in time to get seven. Three run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad, and the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the King, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven scoreless innings. Now here's your host Gary Hill. Time once again for the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for coming back as the Mariners complete a very good weekend, a chance to make it a great weekend, but they couldn't get the Sunday game against the Angels. But a series they had to get, they did. Looking for the sweep yesterday, couldn't complete it, and now head out onto the road for a massive four-game series in Texas, four against the Rangers, and then three against the Houston Astros. So it's just a huge, huge trip. Now the Mariners, after losing yesterday, three games back of Minnesota, who have lost two games. The Angels have pulled to within one. The Mariners actually had a chance to pull into a tie with the Angels. KC, they've won two in a row, two and a half back. This is why this series is so big. Texas, two and a half back. They've lost two in a row. Man, Mariners need to take this series, too, against the Rangers. Baltimore, three back. They've lost four in a row. Of course, that's what happens when you play Cleveland, who have won 18 in a row. Mariners, three back. Tampa, three and a half back. So still a lot of heavy lifting to do as they'll face the Rangers coming up for four games here. Good weekend. Mariners got off to a great start on Friday. It was Ben Gamble who had the huge hit in the ball game on Friday night. The 1-2 pitch. Swung on. Well, he ball deep to right field. Going and going. Goodbye, baseball. Ben Gamble with a two-out, three-run home run. And the Mariners have the lead, 3-2 to two over the Angels on Ben Gamble's eighth home run of the season. Mariners hold on for a 4-3 win. Edwin Diaz closes it down as the Mariners take game one of the series. Game two is a great ball game, including a little history by Robinson Cano. Here's the one-two. Swung on, hit hard the other way, down the line, that's a fair ball. Here comes Hanniger, he'll march home. Cano rounding first base, he's gonna glide into second, and Robinson Cano, an RBI double, his 30th double of the season, 13 years in a row for Robinson Cano with 30 or more doubles. Only Stan Musial has done that in the history of Major League Baseball. 13 straight seasons with 30 or more doubles. And they will take second base out of play as Robinson Cano adds to his legacy here at Safeco Field. Andrew Albers was 
excellent in this ball game. You just cannot ask for much more than what Albers has given the Mariners so far this season. He was great. Six innings of four hit, no run ball, one walk, and four strikeouts. He was outstanding. Here's the one-two, swing and a miss. 89 mile per hour fastball as Crone rips through it. That's a one-two-three inning, and what a night for Andrew Albers. Six scoreless innings against the Angels. What a ball game. He walks off to an ovation here at Safeco Field. Fans love it as he has done it again as a starter for the M's. After everything, everything for the last several years? Uh, a lot. I mean, it's pretty fun right now. Obviously, you know, getting to be a part of this group and getting to be a part of this this uh, wild card chase, you know, uh, I'm just, yeah, really enjoying it. I, I can't really explain it. Uh, just trying to have a lot of fun, and, and so far I am. Hey, the first in 25 pitches, but then pretty efficient after that. Yeah, obviously not quite as efficient as I would have liked in the first, uh, you know, but but they battled. They, they put some good swings on some baseballs and, and had some good at-bats, and, you know, it, it was uh, it was a big situation in the game. Obviously, you know, you, you want to go out and, and have that scoreless first, so really had to battle through that one. And, and again, you, you don't want to have 25 pitch first innings all the time, but at the same time, you know, it's it's better to not give up those runs. So so that was the big thing. We were able to get out of that with, with no runs and no damage, and, and you know, it uh, went a little bit smoother from there. It's three really good starts at Safeco Field in a row. Pretty, pretty comfortable here, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great right now, right? Uh, you know, they, they put some good swings on the baseball tonight, and, and they, they stayed in. You know, they had a few balls early to the track, and, and, you know, luckily the outfielders ran them down. I mean, Mitch made a great play. G made two tremendous plays out there in center. And, and I mean, you feel pretty good when you can throw it over and, and your outfield's going to run them down like that. So certainly comfortable here right now. Obviously, the fans are great, and, and it's just a lot of fun to pitch here. And it was a close ball game into the fourth. 2-2, Mariners on top. But they broke it wide open with a big six-run fourth. Here's the pitch. Swung on and blasted deep into left field, deep and high into the Seattle night, and this one is out of here. Into the Angels' bullpen, Nelson Cruz, 32nd home run in the season, a three-run ball. And the Mariners have opened this one up now. It is eight to nothing, Mariners. And then on Sunday, a 2-1 lead going into the seventh. The Raspo Ramirez was outstanding again. I mean, he has been tremendously consistent. Gave the Mariners six and two-thirds of five-hit two-run ball yesterday. No walks and seven punch-outs. But the bullpen couldn't hold the lead. Three runs in the eighth, one run in the seventh for the Angels. They come from behind. Mariners get one late, but not enough. Five to three. Mariners a game below 500 at 71 and 72 on the season. So Mariners and Rangers 505 first pitch tonight. Before we get to that though, let's hear what this skipper had to say about yesterday. Vincent has been your most consistent guy all year long, but he has struggled at times against the Angels. How much of a factor, or not at all, in using him? Well, you know, Vinny has been outstanding you know all, all year he really has He's probably been our most consistent guy going after him you know the, the angels you know have had some good swings at him um, you know he, he's he's our guy you know he just uh, you know revere got the little soft hit in there and then uh, his numbers against upton was one for ten against uh, upton didn't have much success but upton jumped on a ball up in the zone and you know created the, uh, the, the big the big knock for them there i thought you know ramirez erasmo was awesome today uh, i thought his sinker was outstanding uh, was right on the edges. I thought he and Z worked really well together. He just got a little bit too much of the plate there uh, against Valbuena, but uh, gave us everything he had. 
you know, offensively, I thought we, we hit some balls really good today. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't to Mike Trout in center field, the deepest part of the ballpark. I think we had four or five deep outs there, a couple other line outs, and you know, didn't get a whole lot going uh, against Bridwell. But, uh, you know, pretty good series. Uh, would have been nice to, to get this one today. Uh, important game, you know. Uh, you knew it was going to come down to the end in a game like that. You kind of see it, you know, lining up that way. Just you know, they got some big hits at the end, and you know, more than we did. But uh, you know, going back to, to Vincent, he, he's our eighth inning guy, and you know, he's you know, seventh, eighth, kind of wherever their big part of their lineup is coming up. And you know, I thought it was a good spot to have him in there. He just, you know, they were on him. Like I said, soft hit, and then upped and jumped on the first pitch, little cutter that didn't cut that much. It happened. It kind of makes a difference, though. Before we've seen you walk Trout, and it was Pujols there. You have the double play, but with Upton there, it's a little different in the lineup. It is. You know, Upton's having an outstanding offensive season. Um, but again, you know, you're going to matchups. We're, we're trusting our guys going to get it done. Uh, you know, and, and the numbers dictated that we should go after him uh, based on what Vinny had done in the past. But uh, you know, we're certainly going to put Mike Trout on base. Uh, I think he's earned that, and everybody in the league would do that with him. But uh, Again, we had the right guys out there today. Uh, then we didn't execute not quite as sharp uh, as Vinny has been. Scott, how much is it, how much of a shot of the arm has Erasmo been this year, along with some of the other starters that kind of fill in? Yeah, our guys? starting pitching is you know as rocky a, a, a waters that we were in for such a long time. They've really smoothed things out for us, and, and you know getting deep in the game, keeping us right in the ball game, looking for that six innings. Even got seven innings some days. Today was six and two thirds. Uh, but it's been huge. That's why we've been playing consistent baseball. You know, every ball game here on this homestand, we're right in the game. You know, uh, we end up this homestand five and four. You know, you'd hope it'd been six and three, uh, or, or even better than that. But our starting pitching, which has been rocky, has, has calmed things down, and it's really helped us get deep and put the right guys in the right spots late in the game. In the third inning, when Hanniger broke for second, was there, was there a play on there? No, it was a miscommunication. Uh, he missed a sign. He thought he saw something that he, he didn't. Um, you know, uh, Mitch is probably one of our most heads-up players. Um, was was I was as surprised as anybody uh, that he took off there. Obviously, they're, they're pitchers real quick to the plate, and they're one of the better throwing catchers in the league. So, um, you know, we we kept the rally going. We put a couple runs up there, but it was a big out in the inning. So a huge series starts tonight: Miranda against Hamels, two lefties. Rangers 71 and 71, Mariners 71 and 72, 505 first pitch from Arlington, Texas. Game 2 of the series in Texas, 505 again. Marco Gonzalez will get the ball. Gonzalez going for Texas as well. Lefty versus righty. Gonzalez for the Mariners, a pitch really well his last time out in relief, so looks to build on that against a tough offense. And then game three of the series, Leak will get the ball. He'll go against Perez, who's been pitching well. The lefty, 12-10 and 10 with a 4-8-1 ERA. And then Thursday, we'll go more in-depth with the Texas Rangers as we move through the week, too. Uh, Thursday, again, 5-0-5, first pitch from Texas. Felix will take the ball against Kashner. So that's the Thursday start. Just a huge four-game series coming up starting tonight. Chance to visit with a very happy guy, Mariners pitching coach Mel Stottlemyre Jr. And Mel, let's talk about uh, the left-hander who went for your ball club last night. Andrew Albers gets the win. He goes to four and one on the season, six scoreless innings against the Angels with that lineup. Gave up four hits along the way. How did he look last night? And what impresses you the most about this left-hander? 
Well, you, you're right. I am happy, and uh, it, it starts with our our rotation. Our rotation's done a great job, and this guy Albers has has been a part and uh, of the reason that uh, I think our other guys have have moved forward and gone deeper. And you know, th- there's a lot to learn from this guy. If you're a young pitcher and you sit and watch him do it, he's not going to wow you with stuff, but he's like a little bulldog out there, and he just doesn't let up. You know, he pitches in. Uh, he, he can throw backdoor cutters. He makes all his pitches work. He can throw any pitch in any count for strikes, any battles. And uh, I, I love, love his approach. I love his presence. He works quick. The defense loves playing behind him. And, uh, you know, he com- comes at you. He, he, works, he works extremely hard in between. He, the way that he prepares and studies the hitter. And, and look, you know, with his stuff, he has to have an understanding of what guys are trying to do against him and read barrels and all that, and and uh, he can take a scouting report and pitch to it. A lot, a lot to like. I know velocity is great if you have it, if you can command it, but with a guy like that, the most important thing is getting people out and knowing how to pitch, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I talk to our guys all the time about, you know, just be a pitch maker and make pitches. If you want to get through the lineup three times, you got to be able to command your fastball first and foremost and pitch off of that and uh, you know be able to do it differently the second and third time through and be a little creative and and that's just what he does he can put the ball on the ground he can elevate you know he, he can do a lot of things and he's 30 31 years old and i know he doesn't have a lot of major league experience but you know he pitches a lot like jamie moyer and uh, he doesn't have that change up yet and that's something that's been work in progress but uh his his approach is a lot like jamie's Tell you what, that's a great comp right there when you when you talk compare a guy to a Jamie Moyer. Rosmo Ramirez, Mel going this afternoon. He's been very consistent. Six innings, six innings, six innings, I think his last five starts. What has Ramirez done to settle into that kind of kind of a groove? I tell you what we did. You know, we looked at kind of how he did it in Tampa and, and he didn't he spent very little time in the rotation, most of it in, in the bullpen. But you know, we talked about when he came over trying to stay out of that middle tier of pitches, meaning the middle thigh of the belt, and getting all of his pitches that are capable of going down in the zone, down early, and then all of his stuff that can play at the top of the zone. And he's done that. So he's got weapons that goes down, that goes up, and he's got that cutter and that sinker that goes side to side. He's getting his stuff in the zone. He's getting in good counts, and that's been key for him. That's good stuff. Talking about good stuff, uh, some good news hopefully coming up on this road trip, the possibility of James Paxton and Felix Hernandez coming back real soon. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting both of those guys back. They're just coming, both of them, off a sim game. They're both looking healthy. Obviously, we're going to have to try to build their pitches uh, in a major league game. There's no rehab assignments for either one of those guys. So they're going to get an opportunity to pitch very quick, and it'll be great to have both of those guys back in the rotation. Outstanding. That'll be great news. Today, we look at Robinson Cano. It's already been a great week for Robbie. Just received the Mariners' nomination for the 2017 Roberto Clemente Award. Get a chance to be able to um, play at this level and uh, be able to um, make what I make and uh, you know be able to help others coming you know out of the poor country. Be able to. Um, Growing up with kids that uh, they didn't have anything, and uh, so and then that, uh, that's what I meant when I was a kid. I mean, you know, growing up having everything, and uh, seeing all they don't have it is something that um, you know, I was, that's always been in my heart. I would love to help. Three Mariners have received the prestigious award. Edgar Martinez being the most recent. 
and Robinson Cano a chance to add his name to that tremendous list. Cano is also on the brink of several amazing on-the-field achievements as well. Cano climbing the all-time doubles list already at 507 in his career, passing Hall of Famers Andre Dawson, Roberto Alomar, Tony Perez, and even Babe Ruth in the past few weeks. On the way to Robbie, here she comes. Knuckleball swing and a fly ball to left field. Back of the ball toward the corner. His camp can't get to it. It's over his head. This one will roll all the way to the wall. And in its second, with a double, goes Robinson Cano. Career double number 506. And Robbie Cano has just tied the Bambino Babe Ruth for 57th place on the doubles list. And when you put your name alongside a guy like Babe Ruth, you are on your way to the Hall of Fame. And now 30 for the season. 13 30-plus double seasons in his career and tie him for seventh most in baseball history. Here's the 1-2. Swung on, hit hard the other way, down the line. That's a fair ball. Here comes Hanniger. He'll march home. Cano rounding first base. He's going to glide into second. And Robinson Cano, an RBI double. His 30th double of the season. 30 years in a row for Robinson Cano with 30 or more doubles. Only Stan Musial has done that in the history of Major League Baseball. 13 straight seasons with 30 or more doubles. And they will take second base out of play as Robinson Cano adds to his legacy here at Safeco Field. And Cano is also sitting on another fantastic milestone. 299 career home runs. One more gives him 300. Here's the stretch and the pitch on the way to Robbie. Swing and a fly ball deep to left field. Frazier going back, looking up. Goodbye baseball. Robbie Cano, don't you know, with an opposite field home run into the Yankee bullpen. And the Mariners have the lead. Five to four here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Jumping on Robertson's first pitch. Robbie Cano, home run number 19 on the year. When Cano gets there, he'll be just the 16th Major League player in history to have a 300 or better average while collecting 1,000 runs, 2,000 hits, 500 doubles, 300 home runs, and 1,000 RBIs. The 1-0 swing and a crack shot left field. This has distance, and this is gone for a mammoth opposite field dinger from Robinson Cano. And he's already piled up the second most home runs as a second baseman in Major League history. Swung on and blasted to right field. This is deep again. Calhoun back on it. Looking up. This is out of here. Robinson Cano has done it again. He has swatted a two-run home run, his second blast of the ball game. So Robbie Cano, milestones in sight. And who knows, they could go down tonight. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. Swing, and maybe that's why. Lifted out to right field. Home runs coming. Back-to-back games. Robinson Cano. Number 21 of the season gives the Mariners a 2-0 lead in the first. The 1-2 to Cannon. Swing and it's popped up. Foul high above home. Ruiz sheds the mask. He's over by the Mariners' first base dugout, and he makes the catch for out number three. The side retired in order for the fourth time in five innings. Andrew Albers, one over the minimum through five scoreless frames. Here's the pitch. 
Swung on and drilled to left field. This is crushed. It is back. It is gone. Off the facade. The left center field upper deck. An absolute blast. Mitch Hanniger. His fourth hit of the ball game, his tenth home run of the season, and the Mariners add on to the lead. It is five to one, Mariners. A lot of hits, a lot of offense, a lot of pressure uh, on them uh, today, and that's what's going to take. Obviously, we've got a lot of big games ahead of us. Uh, we'll continue uh, one day at a time. I know it's cliche, but that's where we're going with, and that's what we're sticking with. Here's the pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Straight away, center field and deep. Springer going back to the track to the wall. Goodbye, baseball. Kyle Seeger with his 22nd home run of the season. The first hit off of Lance McCullers tonight puts the Mariners on the board. It's 2-1 Houston, and how about Kyle Seeger? Home runs now in his last three games. His bat heating up. The 1-2 pitch. Swung on. Well, he ball deep to right field. Going and going. Goodbye baseball. Ben Gamble with a two-out three-run home run. And the Mariners have the lead 3-2 over the Angels on Ben Gamble's eighth home run of the season. And the pitch. Swung on. Broken back. Ground ball to third. Up with the ball. Kyle Seeger down to Cano at second for the force there on Crone. And that will retire the side. Well, Leak has retired 14 of the last 15 batters he's faced. He's been outstanding today. Here's the stretch. The one-two pitch. Swing and a miss and a slider for strike three. And the ball game is over. The Mariners win it four to three. Over the Angels tonight, they snapped the three-game losing skid. You know, miss a lot because, you know, the other day my family didn't communicate with me, you know. And then they, yesterday they communicate, you know, I feel more relaxed. You know, I can, I can, I can concentrate more in the game, you know. They, they know, I, they know, I know they are good, you know, and I can do my job pretty good, but better. Here's the one-two swing and a miss. 89-mile-per-hour fastball as Crone rips through it. That's a one-two-three inning, and what a night for Andrew Albers. Six scoreless innings against the Angels. What a ball game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great right now, right? Uh, you know, they, they put some good swings on the baseball tonight, and, and they, they stayed in. You know, they had a few balls early to the track, and, and, you know, luckily the outfielders ran them down. I mean, Mitch made a great play. G made two tremendous plays out there in center. And, and, I mean, you feel pretty good when you can throw it over and, and your outfield's going to run them down like that. So certainly comfortable here right now. Obviously, the fans are great, and, and it's just a lot of fun to pitch here. Here's the one, two. Swung on, hit hard the other way down the line. That's a fair ball. Here comes Hanniger. He'll march home. Cano rounding first base. He's going to glide into second. And Robinson Cano, an RBI double, his 30th double of the season, 13 years in a row for Robinson Cano with 30 or more doubles. Only Stan Musial has done that in the history of Major League Baseball. 13 straight seasons with 30 or more doubles. And they will take second base out of play as Robinson Cano adds to his legacy here at Safeco Field. Here's the pitch. Swung on and blasted deep into left field, deep and high into the Seattle night, and this one is out of here. Into the Angels bullpen, Nelson Cruz, 32nd home run in the season. A three-run bomb, and the Mariners have opened this one up now. It is eight to nothing, Mariners. See you later. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best. 
stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 